0: there and welcome to her podcast I'm so grateful for you welcome I'm also incredibly glad that you decided to stop by and have a listen today thank you for that for sharing your precious time with me I realize just how precious every moment of spare time is that we can possibly get and so the fact that you decided to share that with me makes me immensely proud. Thank you. Before we get started, I wanna make sure that you are completely aware that I have no idea what I'm doing. Podcast production is totally foreign to me. This is a new endeavor and I will be learning as I go. Understand that. Please because I realize that while you're listening to this, you're going to be comparing my podcast, my stories, my voice to someone else's. But this podcast is different because it's her podcast. This platform is intended to bring happiness and my personal intention is for it to be different. I don't want to look like everybody else. It's not my thing to follow the herd or to copy, copycat mainstream media. I want this to be unique. I want this to be my own thing. I intend to be different. So now that we have that out of the way, hello. Come sit with me for a minute. Grab a coffee or a glass of wine and let's dive into this. I want to tell you why we're here well, why I'm here anyway. I hope you found your way here because you plan to find some inspiration. Maybe you're looking for a giggle, maybe two, and maybe, just maybe, you might take with you some joy from the words that I plan to share. The stories I will tell you here are not fictional. I didn't write them. They're not about characters that are made up. These are not fictional stories. They're real life experiences from my 50th year. There will be 50 of them. 50 stories. Hopefully if I can get one out a week, that's almost a year's worth of content. Anyways, let's dive in. A couple of years ago, in 2018, I prepared myself for the approach of age 50. I was born in 1968. The big 5-0 was coming at me. The celebration of that particular birthday is one that for many of us is monumental. It can be a challenge. It's difficult to accept. Our hair is graying. Our skin is showing signs of excessive sun exposure in the 1980s. Our mothers didn't lather us up with sunscreen. Most of us actually used baby oil to enhance or intensify our suntan, which typically ended up a sunburn. We're now finding age spots popping up all over and wrinkles are starting to bear their way deeper into our faces. Muscle tone is now a challenge to maintain. It's something that we have to work at. It no longer comes naturally while we sleep. And we work at it. We work out. We exercise because we know it's the right thing for our bodies. We're educated. We understand that. We know the pros and cons. We use physical exercise to burn calories. Hoping, of course, to enhance the appearance of our body to make us make ourselves look younger, longer. Weight management is now only as probable as our willpower or lack thereof. Everything's changing. And we, the generation of doers, are feeling a little bit taxed. So why is it such a monumental year? Why is 50 so important? for a variety of reasons, which differ for each individual. But here's the cold hard facts. Here it is folks. Most of us are more than halfway finished. It's not that we're old. Yes, it's true that age is just a number. It's only a number. Age is only a number, remember that. But in reality, medically, The facts show us that by age 50, we've already lived the majority of our lives. Our generation were born and labeled as Xers. Part of a changing era, we were raised during a period of realization. It wasn't us that were realizing it was our parents. It was the boomers that were realizing they were beginning to find themselves or perhaps they were actually losing themselves. That determination is nothing more than perspective. It's all how you choose to see it, what side of the fence you wanna be on. Regardless, we saw a lot of our parents divorce. We spent our time after school alone, letting ourselves into the house with a key that we carried around our necks. For some of us, it was on a shoelace, For others, it was on a piece of yarn. It could have been blue or orange or pink. We were latchkey kids. Generation X. Our parents worked outside of the home, both of them. Mom wasn't there to greet us with chocolate chip cookies or banana bread when we got home from school. Instead, we watched episodes of Wonder Woman and The Bionic Man while we waited for our parents to return home from their jobs. We learned to do our own laundry and we helped clean the house before our homework was done. We grew into independent adults, capable and eager to do anything. And we were ready to try anything. We became entrepreneurs. It was our plan to make things and provide services for the world that we thought were missing. We wanted to provide all of the stuff that we desired, but couldn't find. We sought everything the world had to offer and we took it, making life better for everyone. If the opportunity was there, we were going to grasp it. We have lived a life of servitude. We serve others. So for me, turning 50 was a big deal because for me I wanted it to matter I felt like it was time for me to get something done to do something some some of those things that were calling at me as I fell asleep each night for me it was a time of recognition of sorts I realized that there was a trillion things available to do and see things to experience that I hadn't ever thought of and some things that I had considered doing for my entire life and never done either because I just Plain old couldn't find the time, or I was too terrified to try. Don't get me wrong, I've done a lot of things. It's not that I've lived my life in hiding. I've met so many people. Gosh, I can't even begin to talk about that. Some of the individuals I've had the pleasure to know have made a profound impact on my life. Some very positively, and others, well, not so much. The point is that I've done a lot. But not everything that I want. I want to try as many things as I possibly can. And where might I start with telling you what I've done? I don't even know. There's been a lot of stuff. I spent five years living in a foreign country. I learned their language. I learned the way that they lived. I learned their way of business as difficult as that was while I entrepreneured there because I had no idea what else to do. I had no choice but to make my business work. And so I did it. I did all of the things that I needed to do in order to find a little tiny piece of success. I realized in 2018 that I've been doing things for 50 years, 50 years I've been doing stuff. Making muffins, driving kids where they need to be, volunteering whenever I'm needed, ironing clothes, cleaning toilets, wiping bumps, making dinners and breakfast and lunch. Snacks sometimes for the kids, for friends, for boyfriends, whatever. I'm doing it. I've written books and I've had them published. I've worked my ass off on a number of projects that I'm immensely proud of. And some that I'm not so proud of. I still did the things that I needed to do to get the job done. Oh, and I have loved, yes indeed, I have loved some that didn't deserve my affections. That hurts. And then some that did. I have loved my children, which if you have them yourself, you understand is probably the greatest love of all. I've learned to love those that I thought I despised. I have been loved. Let that settle in for a second. Just take a second and think about that. And then I'd like you to repeat that to yourself. I have been loved. That's the greatest gift that we can be given. I've also felt shame and defeat the glory of winning and the anguish of loss. I grieved when my father died and I've experienced the loss of a child. I still miss my dad every day. 20 years later almost, and I'm still looking for him in the shadows and in the bright sunlight of the morning. I try to fill the void that his absence has created by serving in the lives of others. So right about now, I I hope you're you're thinking, what the fuck? What is this podcast even about? Why are we here? Well, like I said, there's many things that I have done and even more that I haven't. In my 50th year was my intention to find and accomplish, or at least attempt, 50 things that I'd never done before. 50 of them. That's it. Only 50. But 50 things that I'd never tried. 50 things new. 50 things outside my comfort zone, 50 things that for me would be memorable. Originally, I thought, you know what, I could just write another book, cleverly unravel the stories of my experiences, you know, share a synopsis of my adventures through prose. Maybe, I thought, maybe I might even make a few bucks on signing with a publisher and then sit back and just let the royalties come to me. Delivered semi-annually to my mailbox by Canada Post. It's perfect. It's the ideal situation. The hardest thing I would have had to do was walk to the box in January and July, stick my key in the the little hole and retrieve the envelopes of cold hard cash. But you know, then I dilly-dallied. I fiddle-farted around and I didn't get it started because I was busy writing other books and I was working on other projects. The life of a writer of a mom, of a wife. You know how it is. There's always a million things to do. And to add to the distraction and delays, I personally have the attention span of a flea. Fast forward to 2020. In January of this year, we started hearing tidbits on the news about a virus that was wreaking havoc with the population of China. We heard stories about the origin of what we now know as the coronavirus or COVID-19. A wet market, the consumption of infected bats. Ultimately, the outbreak has been tied to a seafood market, which was closed down in early January. Regardless of the details, it just doesn't matter. This virus, though, has taken the lives of hundreds of thousands of people and infected millions of individuals worldwide. Our lives have subsequently been altered in an attempt to control the spread. For months, we have been isolated in our homes. Our global economy has suffered because of this. Netflix, card games, afternoon naps, family time, and podcasts have become the thing to do, which is how I got to be here, right here, right now, podcasting or whatever you wanna call it, whatever we say regarding the creation of this particular avenue of audible information. The pandemic opened my eyes and ears really to the concept of podcast. And now here I am sharing my stories with you. I hope that you enjoy them, all of them. The experiences that I've created while searching for myself in 2018 the year that I turned 50, I did 50 things. 50 things that are worth talking about. 50 things that are worth sharing. I hope that you in tune. I hope, nope, that's not what I want. I hope that you tune in when each episode is launched, finding some joy, maybe some inspiration, some laughter, and a few tears. Most of all, I hope that you find some meaning. Take something away from my experiences. I hope that what I've done in trying the 50 things motivates you to try something new. Dip your toes into waters that are unfamiliar. Live each day of your life, each remaining day with curiosity. Seek answers and do whatever it takes to find balance between your intellectual, physical, emotional, and spiritual needs. Just try things maybe like me. It's 50 things or 40 or 65. The the number doesn't matter. What matters is that you do something that you find enjoyable. Do something that scares you or that you think might be against the rules. Even if those rules are ones that you've written yourself. The ability lies within us to do anything. So stop wasting time. I did it. Live the life that you were given. Get out there, make a list, and do the things that you want to do. Thank you for checking in with me today. Thank you for giving me a few moments of your time. Thank you for listening to her podcast. And thank you for coming back for the next episode.